Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 154. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Deep breath. Bringing all awareness to this now moment. You can always set your own intention to receive any clarity or guidance you are seeking. Please use your discernment. Only ever take the information that resonates in your heart. I send you all love. I hope you're feeling good. The full lunar eclipse was last night. It was really beautiful. If you got the chance to observe it, um, let me know if you experienced anything as I got a metal taste in my mouth again that's been happening and I felt nauseous. Are we supposed to look at it? Because <laughs> I was like staring at it, meditating and praying, just asking it to show me what it is. What is it trying to show us? And this morning I woke up rather charged up. I feel really good. So maybe it was a good thing that I felt nauseous and tasted metal. (laughs) As I bring myself to this space, I do feel guided to speak about simplification or simplifying some of the concepts that we have covered already. As we are being anchored more so into the path of least resistance, which is the knowingness that Source or God has us, we don't need to do as much. We can be just a little bit more. So as we are simplifying these concepts and ideas, we will address things we already thought we've come to the conclusion about, and then we will realize, again, whatever you think you know, you already don't know it. Because we are being expanded at a rapid rate. The first idea that we want to address in regards to simplification or to simplify it is the idea of matching the energy of your preferred desire. We want to look at it from a more refined perspective that God has us and sometimes when you can't match the energy of your preferred desire it's okay because really what we are being invited to do in those moments is to surrender more so. So two things are happening simultaneously. When we are putting more trust in Mother Father God or the I Am, situations and events will arise that make us put our trust and faith in Source or God more. We are in that cooperative sort of dance with the universe now. So if we're putting our trust and our faith in the Creator, circumstances and events will arise that invite us to do that. So sometimes it's difficult for some of us to match the energy of our preferred desire. For some of us it's easy. If you're like me, I go in and out. Sometimes I'm good at it, sometimes all of this goes out the window. If we can focus more so on the surrendering and putting trust in our Creator more, there might be this instantaneous 
moment where we are given the support to match our preferred desire. And we will speak more about that. That maybe it's okay when you can't match your preferred desire because maybe you don't have to. Maybe all you have to do is trust more and not resist what is. And the creator, source, or universe, however you see it, will support you in a way that your situation will shift just enough to give you breadcrumbs to start matching it little by little instead of trying to match it. There's too much resistance there. Again, if we're simplifying these ideas, which I am a student too with you, I need to remind us that these are, this isn't, these are not my teachings. I'm a student to this with you. So I'm figuring it out with you. Obviously, I haven't figured it out because here we are refining things, right? And fine-tuning again what we thought we knew. We thought we were so sure. Above all else, match the energy of your preferred desire. What if you can't? What if you can't? What if your circumstance or your situation has too much momentum and you don't even know where to start? So we are speaking to meet many different brothers, sisters, or beings halfway because we all, we're all unique. We're all different. We all perceive the world differently. So for some of us, It is difficult sometimes to match the energy. So we are going to speak about what are we really trying to do when we are trying to match the energy. And if we're simplifying, why don't we have to match the energy anymore? Yes. As we are looking at the idea of matching the energy of our preferences from a different perspective, it does seem so obvious that sometimes when you're trying to match the energy, you are doing the exact opposite. Because in your trying to match what you perceive as is not, meaning you're trying to create it, you're accidentally perpetuating it's not. So we're not saying to stop matching the energy of your preferences altogether, we mean only match the energies of your preferences when you're matching the energy of your preference. Don't offer the thoughts of resistance or doubt to your preference. That's the distinguishment. You're either aligning with the preference as if it's already done, or you are aligning in a way that it is not done and you're trying to create it trying to match the energy to make it be done instead of seeing it as already done and matching the energy from that perspective. If it was already done, would there be so much effort in trying to match the energy of it as done? No, because you would feel as if it's done. So that's a clear distinguishment in regards to trying to match the energy because we do want you to still try to match the energy of your preferences and desires in a vibrational universe. You do create this way. But now that you are becoming more fine-tuned, we need you to be the master creators that you are and be so meticulous with your creations. And this is too make sure when you are trying to match the energy of your preferences, you're already matching it. You can't match the energy from resistance or from lack of the thing you think you want or don't have. Again, we keep saying it's a game. 
that it's a dance. We try to use these words to keep it lighthearted because it really is an ebb and flow. And when we can figure out the nuances, this intuitive movement, syncopated like these swimmers in perfect timing with the universe. So we're speaking about not needing to match the energies of your desire so much, which should give you relief when you are not. So then what's the real work? What are we, what's our real intention when we can't match the energy because of whatever your circumstance is? There's too much momentum, so you can't see the evidence of your positive outcome. So how can you match it? You can't even see it. And as you and this part of the cosmos creates through thoughts become things it does help you to be able to visualize your desire yes to know what you want first to then be able to know which energy to try to match or calibrate yourself into little by little but if you can't see it because you can't see the evidence of the positive outcome because your current circumstance has too much momentum what are you really trying to do then you're trying to stop resisting the current what is. You're trying to accept your immediate right now so that it can dissolve a little bit. Because in your resistance of whatever is, you're only making it more solid. You are solidifying it in your experience. So you're not really trying to match the energy of your preferences and desires when you can't. You're really trying to stop resisting what is to be an acceptance, which we have spoke about. There's a whole episode about acceptance and non-resistance, which we may fine-tune as well moving forward. But as of now, we'll stick to it as is. So we've got the idea we don't need to match the energy so much unless you're good at it, meaning if you're in alignment as we all go in and out, then sure, do it. Match it. And how are you matching it? feeling as if it's already not how can I match it to bring it to me how can I feel as if it's already done right now and then it will come again we're just fine tuning so we're trying really to the real intention when you can't match your preference is to stop resisting what is and in your acceptance of what is you create quantum space. It is sort of like that solidification, that hard, we'll call it like a brick wall. You start to chisel at it little by little when you accept that it's there instead of trying to move it out of the way. It's just there. You let it corrode or sort of wear itself out. We'll say we don't know how that would work, but you get the idea. Don't resist and it will fade itself out. Your resistance is solidification. It makes it so. So we're not sure how much more we can say about not matching the energy of your preferences because, again, we're trying to simplify it. We don't want to bring so many words to this idea. We want to keep it simple. You don't need to match the energy of your preferences as much as we have been saying you need to. And in that moment of development it did serve you to try to match the energy of your resist of your preference why so you can feel yourself in resistance sometimes what does this mean this means that everything is working for your highest good and even when you are we'll call it fine-tuning your master creator abilities you are strengthening 
or bringing awareness to another one. So you are always being calibrated and being moved forward for your highest good. You can't get better than you already are because you're a master creator. We are having you essentially refer to some of your tools now in your toolbox and just sharpen them because now you are in the dimensional space to use those tools that you could not use when you were in that 3D space. You're in a new space. So now there's new tools that you can administer or utilize in this experience. And one of them is surrender. You're trying to accept what is, and in your surrender, a beautiful thing happens that you are instantaneously calibrated to match the energy of your preferences. So that's what we're going to speak about. What happens when you do accept what is, and you're not resisting, you're in total surrender. Again, this don't mean you like it, you're just not fighting it anymore. And again, we spoke of the idea of that quantum space. It's, this is what we mean, quantum space. You are like a glass jar. And your thoughts add up. They build up within you. You call this memory. You call this daydream. Whatever you are able to process as a thought, that is stored within this vessel, you. So the quantum space is when you, let's say now your vessel's filled up. We keep saying we're trying to empty you out of what you know. Your vessel's filled up with all the 3D, the default setting. You've came in and you've experienced up till now. You are filled to the brim with info. Quantum space is to reinterpret some of those concepts or ideas which we are doing within so that you can move things around and make space for new idea concepts to come through on top of the concepts ideas you already had there's like files compartments within you and we're referring to a compartment that we'll say is full we filled it already but we're moving things around so we can refill it with new concepts, ideas. So the quantum space we refer to means when you accept what is, you're not liking it, but you are giving the opportunity to see it in a new way. The breadcrumbs will start to reveal themselves, and now there's no more resistance to it. You're not holding that data in the same way, so you, what you call, let it go or released it, and now we can replace it with a new idea or refined concept about the same thing. Everything's always about the same thing because the message is always about the same thing. That you are one with your creator. That you are your creator. That only the I am is here. And as we expand in density, we can refer to these topics in new ways continuously because we will always be able to refine or realize again and again that you are the Christ or you are God again and again. And we keep doing that until we know it collectively. But that's all we're ever speaking about is you being the Christ and you being the I am, that only God is here. So we're simplifying everything because God has you. And this is what we're speaking of next. What happens when you surrender and accept what is, even if you don't like it, and create that quantum space by allowing God to work through you? Yes. Only God is here. Only the I am is here. So when we surrender and we accept what is, even if we don't like it, 
We create the quantum space because we allow God's source or the I am to move things around. Why? Why can it almost, and it is, instantaneously move things around when you surrender? If you're not trying to match your preference and desire, because again, we're simplifying, we don't need to if we can't. It's okay, you can't do it right now, it's fine, you don't need to. But we do need to surrender and accept what is, because you can't match the energy of your preferences, so things can be moved around at a quantum level. And why does that happen? Instantaneously. It's because God knows what we want without us having to ask. It knows what's in our heart. It knows our true desire. So we are taking our faith to a whole new level where we don't even sometimes need to vocalize or even have the clear intention of our preference. It's okay to not even know what you want in any moment or to be so confused you don't know which direction to go in. As long as you are in trust and faith and you ask Source that I am to show me the way, I will follow, I will not lead, and have faith that you will be shown, you will be shown. You don't even need to have the capacity to to look for it, meaning you could feel so depressed and down and just at your darkest time and you could say, God, please show me what to do next or I am, please show me what to focus on or what direction to look in and it will come in your darkest time. You don't need to match the energy of what you call God for God to meet you where you are. You just need to call on it and that energy that is fully encompassing its pure love, it transcends all dimensions in all realms of existence. It abides by no law. It's not bound by any time-space, like us in this experience. So you don't need to match the energy of love to call on God or love. Will it help? Well, absolutely, because then you could recognize it or perceive it. You can know it to be in your experience. But what's the point of, or what's the purpose, rather, of calling on it unless that's why you need it? Meaning, you're calling on Source God I Am because you can't see the evidence of it and you're asking to see it. So when you surrender and accept what is, Source, the Creator, the I Am, is calibrating you to match the energy of your preferences by bringing the breadcrumbs to you. Because it knows what you want, you don't need to ask. So the Creator has us, and when you can't match what you think you want, it's okay, you don't have to. If you don't even know what you want, it's okay, you don't need to know right now. Just accept what is. Be in total faith and trust, and what does that look like? It looks like somewhere deep in your heart you're accept- you are expecting things to smooth out and to start working out. You're expecting well-being. Again, like the little baby that expects the well-being when it cries. It knows someone's going to tend to it. It's a a knowingness of your worth that you're the child of the Creator. Even in your darkest times, even your despair, you can have that glimpse of hope. Hope is okay because it will get us to faith, but hope does serve you in that moment because it is that expectation that even though things are not going the way I would have them be and they are actually even sometimes the opposite of what I want them to be 
I know in my heart somewhere that everything's going to work out because the creator knows what I want. It it knows what I want. It, I don't even need to ask. So I guess what it sounds like is we are being asked to stop taking matters into our own hands as much and to know that we are forever gazed upon by love and that we can utilize that love and call on it more that we don't need to figure out how to create the things that we're trying to we've spoke about we're not manifesting we're aligning and this may be just taking it a step further if we're aligning with already with what already is this must be because we are so loved that something whatever created us loves us so much that whatever we want and desire is already ours before we even ask for it. We just have to stop resisting what is so we can receive it. So what part of your life are you in resistance right now? And maybe it's an accident because you're trying to match the energy of something you think you want and you don't have it yet. Which can be, again, we say accident because we're not meaning to, but it's introducing resistance into your situation because trying to match it and you can't see the evidence of it. How can you match it if you don't know what you're trying to match? Especially if we are clearing up the idea of we're not trying to match it to bring it. We're trying to match it to feel as if it's already done. That's a different sort of matching of energy. It's not matching to bring it. This idea of magnetically attracting, it's already ours. We are the magnet and everything's already stuck to us already. Because God loves us so much that I am loves us so much. So we want to be better observers of the self. And more so, this is the biggest part. We want to allow ourselves to feel how we feel in any moment so that we can accept what is. Because sometimes when you are not able to match the energy of your preference, you can't match it because you're trying to. And you're adding too much resistance instead of asking source the I am to show you the way or to bring you a sign or whatever that sounds like. That's your your time, your communion with Source. So I think we're doing okay here. I mean, we survived. We're, we're still on Earth. We've made it thus far. So I think the work now, if we're trying to simplify and we're not being asked to match the energy so much, is to practice being in surrender and trust more. To be in faith more of the time. And there is, again, that instantaneous moment, we'll call it like a magical moment, where when you're in surrender, things just start working out for you and you weren't even trying to match the energy of it. It was instantaneous because the Creator, Mother, Father, God, I am that knows everything we want, everything in our heart. It just waits for us to be in least resistance so that it can give us gifts and love us because we're that loved. And we can't even comprehend how loved we are it's so uncomprehendable to some of us i'm not sure if that's a word it's so incomprehensible to some of us that we're so loved all we have to do is step back and receive the love that's it so that's what we're going to ask god show me where i am in resistance to love and show me how i can be open to receive love because i am open to receive the gifts and the love of god now Yes.
as we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to share some final feelings in regards to simplicity or simplifying concepts and ideas. If we can always come from the perspective of unity or oneness, meaning that we are one with God, not even one with, that we are the Creator experiencing itself, it might be easier to see why it is so easy and why things should be so simple. Because we have the energy, as Abraham would say, that creates worlds flowing to us and through us. We are the creator of universes and galaxies and all things. And we have accepted a dose of amnesia, we'll call it, in order to come to realize ourselves again as that creator. And we have been told that we have the capacity to create as our creator creates. And again, that's through pure intention. So our intentions are already known. We don't need to proclaim them to a God that's listening and waiting for us to be good in order to give them to us. It already knows them. We just need to stop being in resistance so that we could accept those gifts that are trying to flow to us naturally because that's how loved we are. We don't need to win the approval. We don't need to even fix or change anything. You can keep doing that awful thing that you're doing. I'm not saying that it's a good thing or you won't be held accountable. I'm saying God loves you no matter what. That you can do whatever you do and it does not change what you really are in the eyes of our Creator. Because again, we are not the body. This is our vessel, an avatar that we were gifted to be able to experience this density. But if we're simplifying that, what does that mean? Only God is here and it's within all beings and all things. So refer to that love more and know that the biggest event that occurring that is occurring is within. It is your unification, this companionship or communion with the Creator that was always predestined or predetermined to be the God awakening in man. I don't know if you can hear that lawnmower in the background. The perfect time to end this episode, however. I see that as a symbolism to tend to your spiritual garden, as Janet would say. Tend to your spiritual garden, which is your thoughts. See where your thoughts are in resistance and give them to God, give them to Source. I would say, Source, God, or I am, please take these thoughts in exchange for peace of mind. Please take these worrisome thoughts in exchange for knowingness of my love and support. Please take these worried thoughts in exchange for peace of heart. So let's get more interactive and ask how we can simplify all the struggles that we have been creating for ourselves and this whole time we never needed to because we are so loved. Call upon your guides, your angelic helpers and loved ones if you feel guided. Call upon your I am presence. Give them permission to help you in all areas of your life. Feel good.